Harry, we normally record this on a Friday, but at the moment, just looking at us around. Looking, at, looking around the room, <laughs> it feels like a Saturday. <laughs> so we are tucked into my bedroom up at home. Um, tucked what's... into the bedroom, not the bed. <laughs> <laughs> the wife is away, um, so I've got the boys nice with me. Thing. Not helping, so I've got the uh, I've got the the grandma over downstairs looking after the boys just so we can get this out because um, it's kind of a bad week last week. Uh, we were here, there, and everywhere. Let's just briefly talk about last week, I guess. I mean, we went from... Actually, let's just, have, let's just briefly tell the listeners the story of what happened that night. So, we, oh God, yeah. yeah, we've got... A, so, we had a couple of meetings and I had a, an evening dinner with some clients that finished, I don't know... So when, Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. So, Wednesday night. So, Harry, Harry finished at four or five o'clock, got back home. He started at seven. Went back home. I went to a client dinner, um, NEC first, which is a... Uh, exhibition centre had a client meeting then went to a dinner uh, with, with a few more clients finished it at about 9.30 10 o'clock now a friend of ours has an apartment in Manchester so we by, said, the way, by the way 10 o'clock is like my bedtime so I'm, <laughs> or, I'm already like circling the drain on trying to stay awake so, so I, I'd messaged him the week before and said hey we're up at this client on Thursday it's in the middle of nowhere can we use the apartment and he was like yeah it's free not a problem and the nuance of that detail, that text, came back to haunt me later on. So, cool. So, <laughs> went back home, 10 o'clock, got home for 11, left about 11, 11.15, realised I haven't got the apartment key with me, woke the whole family up, caused a nightmare. So, got the key, then we set off to Manchester. So, two hours later, we pull into the car park. It's an apartment block with an underground car park. And we're like, we hope no one's parked in our space like they were last time, because people in this apartment block yes, park in, you only get one space. Ourselves. So we pulled in and we're like, ah, someone's in the space. And then, on closer inspection, we recognised the car. So my friend's car was actually parked in the space. So I revised the text that I sent. I said, let me just double check. And it made it sound like we were actually staying there on Thursday night, not Wednesday night. So I thought at this point, it's 1.30, 2 o'clock. I've made a mistake. I'm going to text him, see if he's in. I've got an apartment key, but I'm not going to walk through his door, me and you hurdling in <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning. Doesn't reply. So then I thought, okay, let's just make way up to the client, another hour at the road. Book a premier in en route. Great, get to reception. Oh, we've booked a room. No, you haven't, mate. You're not booked one here. It's fully booked up. <laughs> Has been all week. <laughs> no, 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 you must oh. be wrong. Here's, here's my email. And as I'm passing him the phone, it, the penny drops. I'm like, oh, I've booked it past midnight which means this is for today. So we can't check in till like three o'clock this afternoon, which is definitely no good for us. But he doesn't notice that and he thinks it's a mistake. So then calls a premier in, which is very, very luckily across the road. Yeah, that was weird. That was Yeah, weird. it was really weird. Just bang opposite across the main road. So long story short, we end up getting into bed, three, different beds at 3, 3.15 um, that night, premier in. And yeah. I was actually happy I managed to get a refund on the first one. All is good. Yeah, I was lucky. Anyway, that was a week. And then from there, the next day we had client meetings. I had a focus group that evening and we decided to drive back from near Cumbria. So it was three hours. We went back till midnight again. So just to kind of summarize this is we have seven questions lined up. And firstly, we massively appreciate people sending stuff in. My watch has just said, let's go. Where are you going? I don't know. It literally just said, let's go. It's not as smart, is it? It's really not. <laughs> <laughs> Fitbit blaze. Um, so... 
it's been a mad week. We've got seven questions yep. lined up. We're going to get in early on Monday. Uh, actually, we're not. I mean, Simon on seven o'clock on Monday. So oh. early so on I, Tuesday. I'm in, I'm, early in, I'm in early on Monday, but we'll record uh, we'll, Tuesday. We'll, yeah, we'll get the shows up and we'll have like a back-to-back-to-back Q&A show because we really appreciate pe- people sending them in. If you haven't connected with us yet, hello at experttrades.com. You can find us on Instagram at our startup show. And you can find us on Twitter at... Startup Diary. Is there a Twitter? There is a Twitter. Yeah, there is a Twitter. That's how a few people have been finding us. The thing is, people have been finding us, and I've been looking after Twitter. Just to be really clear... We have Facebook as well. We have Facebook. Facebook is the place that we're trying to double down on at the moment. And just to be really clear, please don't let how we underperform on these social networks (laughs) be be a reflection of, one, how we deal with clients, because I think I understand that one of our clients now understands we do this show. So if you're looking at our Startup Diary page, this isn't how we look after your social media. Uh, It's just... we. We have to find the time for it, but the key thing is is we need to keep creating the shows. Harry, you have a topic for today, my friend. Yeah, sorry. Um, oh, you've given me the yawns now. Stories made me feel tired again. <laughs> um, just reminds me. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and I'm looking over at your vision board, actually, that you've got. Um, it's, it's very apt. And it's kind of, obviously, so obviously last week we spoke about how you kind of, you're letting us all essentially stand on our own two feet and yep. make some more of our own Taking decisions. Taking the safety net away is how I like to call yeah. it. Yeah, uh, and that kind of leads on to my question of how has your maybe your personal goals or company goals slightly shifted? Obviously, now you were running the whole show, as it were, before. Now that you're kind of releasing releasing some of that um, control to us, how have your goals slightly shifted? What's what are you focusing on at the moment, Uh, and then the company as well? Okay, awesome topic. Um, Thank you. You do try, Anna. I do. Um, so I think the best way to explain it, and I'm pretty sure I haven't covered it off like this before, is I don't even know where I got this from, but two or three years ago, it was this idea of even if you run a company, there's two different modes that you operate in. You're either in worker B mode or CEO mode. And after reflecting, this is kind of what forced me to make this move, is after reflecting about what I was doing, is I was always in worker B mode 90% of the month. I'd spend a day a month only around when I was doing the board pack for the for mm, board meetings yeah. that I'd then step into CEO mode, think about strategy and all that. But as soon as that board meeting... Ever since that Friday meeting. Um, but ever since um, I decided to have that conversation with you guys, I need to start moving more into that CEO mode. So if, if I think about it, let's do personal first. It's a bit quicker. Kind of personal goals for me in terms of how taking the safety net away from you guys and how it impacts affects me personally is it should allow me to go home in the evenings and not have to spend two hours reviewing. So I spend a lot of time reviewing output of work um, and making notes and people have their own to-do list. I have my to-do list and I waste a lot of time and energy and effort reviewing and just double checking everything's being delivered on time. And what I'm hoping from a personal level is it frees up a little bit more time for me in the evenings. That's I know I've still got to put the hours in and hustle and work hard, but I just feel like I'm basically going to get a couple of hours back a day that I feel like I can allocate as needed. It might be on work. It might be on family. I don't know. But the kind of the joint effect between business and personal is I want to just take a step up in terms of how I think about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So if I think about the business, like in terms of the goals now, the goals for me aren't to get in in the office and do these 17 items on my to-do list. 
the goals for me are to go in and work out what's the one big ugly problem that I need to deal with this week or the big opportunity that's going to allow this business to move to the next level. Because technically I should have operators working underneath me that can do that 17 item checklist and can make yeah. sure that the app re- redesign goes well and can make sure that everyone's on board with the user flow that we were discussing and everyone's got the same ideas. Mm-hmm. What I'm hoping is it moves me from worker mode more into CEO mode because I just feel like the business, the business has grown in sales really well in the last three months. But the strategy and the vision of the business isn't being communicated through the team. It's just, we need to get in, we need to do this every day. We need to get in, we need to do this every day. And what I've noticed is opportunities are coming up, partnerships, relationships, new customers, and we are at risk of forgetting the big mission that we're on. Yeah. Because more and more opportunities are coming around, is we just now need to be more selective on what we choose to do as a business and making sure that it's actually to get us to our end goal. Like, I think if I asked the team 12 months ago, which is a weird effect, actually, considering how focused we all are now, our individual roles, if I asked the team 12 months ago to say, what's the vision of the company? I think everyone would be able to say it because we're in a very different game then. Mm. But I think if I ask everyone it today, they know their individual role, but I don't think everyone knows how it's meant to impact the industry in five years' time. That sounds woolly, I know. But I think overall, it's just I want to help take the business to the next level and not just focus about hitting my numbers every single month. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I think part of the the risk of me doing this, and I've also had to communicate it to the board, is I know there's going to be mistakes made in the next three months, 100%. But I'm not going to handhold everyone through those. And people may miss numbers. Well, I might be able to say, well, there's seven leads sitting there that I've known about for a week, but it's not my responsibility to chase them. So the reason this company didn't hit numbers is because you fucked up. Don't happen again. Like I'm not going to jump in and try and angle everything and rescue the business to hit budget every month now. And off the back of that, it is going to make me nervous because we're growing at the moment and I don't want to show a dip, but I think this is just part of the growth cycle of a startup at the moment. Yeah, I can, I can only assume this is kind of a, a turning point that all founders, CEOs, whatever they have to go through. Like You have to relinquish control somewhat of this baby that you've been fathering this whole time. Oh, no, exactly. If you want to grow. Yeah, exactly. If, you, if you're just going to be yourself and a team of three, then it's always going to just be yours. But if you plan on it being a 20, 30, 40-plus people company, then you are going to slowly have to let go of the reins. And I think... I think just the the things that I now add to my to-do lists, I've already noticed are a lot different. Like Matthew O'Reilly probably hates me this week <laughs> because stuff that because stuff that's come into my inbox that I used to deal with. My my go-to answer now, my go-to question in my head is, does this need me to action it? Yes or no. One of those tr- those sort of tree diagram things that we were working through the other day, Harry. Oh my god! Yeah. So it, that's the way. <laughs> I'm glad it, they made you happy, by the way. <laughs> so it just it just made it really clear, and everyone made sure that this was the. We'll go into this another day. Um, but it comes into my inbox, and it's like, is this something that physically needs my attention? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? If no, does it need archiving? Does it need binning? Or does it need delegating to one in the team? 
sadly for Matt, and good for Matt at the same time, is his responsibility is to make sure those projects keep running. So a lot of the stuff gets pinged off to him now. Um, and until I see that, I've even said to him, I said, I'm sending you a lot of stuff at the moment. He's like, no, it's fine. Keep it up. I'm just going to keep applying the pressure until he, he breaks, um, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but I'm already noticing now that what I actually set time aside to do is bigger tasks. More productive. Yeah, more productive tasks. Harder tasks. Don't get me wrong. They're they much harder. They actually apply me to think. Like, it's not just come in and sell. And on the flip side of it, it's really big things. Like, we have a client who's a... Uh, not a client, sorry. A proposal that went across last week to... This week, sorry. Um, still Saturday. Uh, to a extremely large, well-known brand in the industry we were working. I had to do about a day's work on that proposal. Like, normally, I just would have taken some information from a previous pack and then jigged it around and sent it across but we actually put some thought into it and then what i'm trying to do is also do the exact opposite so go from ceo skip out all the tasks and then just do the ground level stuff with the members so i haven't told you but i've got an email that's going out next week i'm just waiting for approval from you to find out when i can actually send mm-hmm. it out yeah which yeah, is i was gonna say as soon as you said email, email yeah like, oh my god well that's the thing is we've just got a new process around that yeah. which is helpful so I feel like I've gone on a bit, but I want to try and get my message across, and it's because I'm still in sort of, I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to do the massive tasks as well as the ground level with the members. Nothing in between. Yeah. I, I don't want to I don't want to do anything that doesn't directly put me in contact with one of our members. So I'm setting two days aside in the next two weeks, one full day, uh, seven in the morning till eight in the evening, where I'm sending out a link, and people can use Calendly to book a 15-minute call with me. Whether you're a customer, an office package customer, website customer, a member, profile reviews, I just want to get on the phone for continuously for a solid day and actually spend time speaking to our members. We used to do that two years ago. I used to speak to so many people. But as the individual tasks and the little projects come yeah. in, it just kills that time. And I just feel like the community is something we need to just double down on. Good luck booking the calendars. I know, man. <laughs> I know, I know. But we need to do it. Does that have answered your question in terms of like... Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, yeah, so what you're basically saying is you're filtering out all the excess, uh, trimming the fat, as it were, and just kind of doing the the main tasks, which are up here, CEO role, um, growing the business. Yep. And then just on the ground, bringing that human side back to but the customers. I agree. But, but the- it's the menial tasks. I say menial, but it's those little tasks that need doing that are bogging you down, which can be done and probably should be done by <clears throat> the rest of us because they're, they're probably associated with it, something that we're doing. I completely agree. And like you've already shown, you've displayed this week that you know Intercom. You, oh, you yeah. know it better than anyone else in the team. Uh, and I come to you of, can we do this now? Mm. And when I start asking questions like that at a team, it makes me really happy because it's like, this team. I growing. genuinely feel like Rain Man sometimes when you ask me a question. I'm like going through all these filters and, and parameters. It's like uh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so on the yeah on that note, it's just it's it's a really interesting time at the moment. Um, but what I was going to say is none of the tasks are like you can't disrespect or disregard any of the menial tasks mm, no. because the way I see it, it's like a house of cards. Like I'm trying to build the very top of the house of yeah. cards. I don't know if this is the right analogy, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Um, top of the house of cards, I'm trying to add more layers to that. But if one of you guys fail at the bottom, the whole thing falls in. Like It's not as if, like, oh, he's working on something that doesn't affect the business. If you win or yeah. fail, it's fine. It's like if you fail, we all fail, but we're just actually trusting each other now to deliver. Um 
Yeah, I think that analogy works actually. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a pyramid. Like a, <laughs> <laughs> all the private jokes are rolling into yeah. this show now. Um, yeah. What we are, man? I don't want to. I don't want to drag people out. It's a fifteen-minute chat about me and thinking, but hopefully that adds some light. What I'm going to do next week is you're not allowed to ask a question. Ooh, what on on the podcast or, or at work? <laughs> oh, next Friday show is okay. Yeah, I've got three or four topics lined up that I want to talk to you about. Um, so I want to get your input on them. And one of them, I'll actually give you some prep work in advance, so you can so you can bring some stuff to the table. Sounds like homework. <laughs> I said prep work to make it sound a bit less formal. You can fluff it up. You're a fluffer. <laughs> Definitely a fluffer. Cool, man. Anything else? Uh, no. Um, don't forget to reach out with all the questions. Yeah, um, you can reach us at. <laughs> we'll just go for just that one. Search, just search startup. Let's diary just do the two. Startup Let's diary. just do the two now. Let's just do Facebook. Search startup diary on Facebook, and then use the messages function to message us. That's working really well. Uh, and then email hello at experttrades.com. Um, who's the last person that got into Alex? Mm-hmm. Yep. Thanks for all the feedback, Alex. Uh, you said you're up working near Tamworth, and obviously that's 15, 20 minutes up the road from our office, 20 minutes south of where I live. You're stuck in the middle of us. If you want to come by, uh, I know you're working on a project at the moment. Come and chat to the team. And on that note, if anyone has a project or a product, or you're running a startup, or you're thinking about it, all you need to do is get in touch. We are currently looking for people to bring onto the show to have some good conversations with. Um, and I actually wanted to we were going to put up a show which was just asking you guys why you listen so get in touch we really want to know how random value to you just to interrupt is that your watch that's vibrating that's my watch that's vibrating highly aggressively on my wrist I can hear it <laughs> I better get it in case it's the wife asking how the kids are 